0: We're, we're, okay, yeah, we're, we're starting now. Yeah, we're starting. To go. Yeah, it's 8:30. Okay. Yeah, Let's kick this thing off. Hi, everybody. It's it's Saturday night. I feel like we can play this one a little bit loose. This does not need to be buttoned up or collared up because we're gonna defend our problematic video game faves. Uh, we got four panelists assembled here who all love terrible people.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: We are all sinners on this panel.
0: Before, before we get into it, uh, I am Eric Van Allen. I am of Normandy FM, Axe of the Blood God, and Destructoid. On my left here is Kenneth Shepard, also of Normandy FM. We are one in, in body, in mind, and soul. You, you,
3: you know that scene of SpongeBob and Squidward where they're like, we're brothers only closer?
0: Uh-huh. That's yeah. us. Yeah, that's us, regrettably, uh, of Normandy. I'm FM. the SpongeBob, clearly. And also Fanbyte. <laughs> and then also from Fanbyte, we have the wonderful Nikki Grayson over here. Dang, they like
4: you. Yeah, they do. Listen, what can I?
0: And then cast off on an island uh, because she brought up uh, clouds, dong, and chlamydia <laughs> in last night's panel. Uh, Acts of the Blood Gods, Nadia Oxford.
1: Yes. Woo! It
2: was. It was a Final Fantasy panel, so I assure you that the chlamydia was indeed relevant.
0: You're you're never gonna learn unless you know we we teach you. So. <laughs> Uh, so to
2: start off, you know,
0: we are defending our problematic faves, and I find that it's important to define what is a problematic fave. Webster's Dictionary defines it. <laughs> um, problematic does not necessarily mean bad or evil, so this is not us getting up here to talk specifically about our favorite villains or anything like that. It's a character who might be reviled, disliked, or caused problems, but still retains some level of charm that has endeared them to a fan base, whether small, large, or just one person in the case of some of us. <laughs> we developed when we were making this panel a rule that helped us define the characters that we chose, and it was the Meet My Friends rule. Okay, you're gonna love them, but <laughs> alright, alright? If they've got a butt. They're a problematic fave, and to help out, we brought up some some samples, some samples before we get started. Uh, we have
1: Soulless.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're getting it. You're you're on our you're on our wavelength here. You know, d- does good things but also bad oh, things. Doesn't? We have the girl from Sonic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> her name her name's Elise. I could have told you.
0: American that. Hero. Raucous laughter, and Ken submitted this last one. I'm not sure what it is, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one.
0: Uh, hard to disagree there. Uh, now for our first contestant. Uh, I, I will go ahead and take the, the, the first step. You the know, As piercer. the person that had to get up here and talk about it, I have to go first. Uh, and, and just before we get there, the rules. The way this will work is that we will have the other three judge whether they uh, are, are free of sin or, or guilty of loving a problematic fave. And we will do it using the way the Romans did it. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Now, if we cannot come to a consensus, it will, it will go to the audience. So, that's how, that's how we'll handle it, just like the Rome did. Yeah, just like in Rome. Goro Akechi did almost nothing wrong. <laughs>
2: This is terrible from the start.
1: This he is only Persona. Wants to seek the
0: truth. Come this on. This is Persona 5, according to me. Now, Akechi is the only one who can bring balance to the metaverse. We all know this. He is the dark to the light. You know, he is the foil to Joker. And I, I find him very compelling as. He's the person who takes the same approach as the Phantom Thieves, but without the power of friendship. And you know, that's what really hurts Akechi in the end. You just... Well, yeah, because he doesn't have friendship. This is a thesis. Let me state it. <laughs> he quotes Hegel. That's great. Hegelian dialectics in our video games mirrors the protagonist as well as others. I do love the fact that Haru and Akechi both have a thing about killing shadows specifically, but you get to see the light and the dark side through Akechi. Grows over the course of the story. Uh, He is a character that truly does have character growth, especially if you play Persona 5 Royal, (laughs) aka the Akechi show, it's all about him. What I'm saying is, he's good, he's bad, and I could fix him. (laughs)
4: Yeah, you can.
0: This is actually my platform when I run for office.
4: Uh, <laughs>
0: Goro catchy pros and cons, let's talk about him. Pros, values, independence, works on his own, he does not need help, he does not need support, although he probably should go to therapy. <laughs> He knows the good spots in town. I like that all of his social links, you get to go to some nice places. He clearly knows the good spots in town. He can take you out to to a nice dinner and he knows the local, the hidey holes.
3: Not tonically though, crucially.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, According to Atlas. He can teach you how pool works. I don't know how pool works and uh, he could teach me. That'd be great. He is understanding, parentheses, empath. Cons. Has technically done some crimes. <laughs> if, in, 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 in pursuit of a holistic thesis, he has technically done some crimes. Needs someone to rate him in a bit, you know, bring him back when he's a little bit too far. Issues of the paternal variety, you
1: deal. know. What does that
0: mean? Who doesn't? <laughs> Easily fooled by cats. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch out for that. So ultimately, Goro can be better, but we, and specifically I, can make him less worse. I now, I submit myself to the mercy of the panel, uh, starting with Nikki to my left. Uh,
4: What is your judgment? I have no idea who the fuck this is. (laughs)
0: Kenneth Shepard, my podcast co-host, fellow Persona sicko, uh,
3: Goro Akechi was already well redeemed in my eyes in Persona Four or excuse me, Persona Five Royal. Um, so I'm just glad that you really took the time to make sure everybody knows it.
1: hmm yeah. <clears throat> Nadia,
2: Nadia. Uh, Goro Akechi, um the, the the thing I can really say for him is that. There are social links where he wants to meet you at some fancy restaurant or whatever. And if it's raining, you can kind of look at him sitting and standing in the rain like a lost cat, and then move on. And it's really sad but kind of funny. So I give a thumbs up. Yeah. Does the audience agree? Are we are we,
0: <laughs> There's no haters, yes. really no one out there against this. No. Okay, well, one person against me, that's all I wanted. Uh, I believe Kenneth Shepard is next. Let's go! I've seen these slides, and this is hilarious still.
3: (laughs) So, okay, how close do I need to be to this? Is this good enough?
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: So, hi, as I said earlier, I'm I'm Kenneth. I'm here to talk about why Joel Miller is innocent. Um, But for some of you, you might not know who this man is. Uh, Joel is the co-protagonist of Naughty Dog's The Last of Us, alongside his surrogate daughter and also package to deliver across an infected-born United States, um, and so you might know him as one of video game's iconic gruffy fathers, uh, a guy who's really good at getting information out of people, um, and some people also know him as a big old liar, um, and some people have taken all of this and put it together to come to the conclusion that Joel is actually the villain of his own game. Wrong. And that is because he killed the only people capable of creating a cure for the infection, ruining the world. I mean, that does seem pretty bad, Kenneth. <laughs> uh, and he did that because the method they wanted to use would have resulted in the death of Ellie.
4: That's just one person, though, huh?
5: Uh... Nicky. <laughs>
3: This yes, I like this. <laughs> Ellie's sacrifice would have meant the creation of a vaccine at the least, uh, it also may have resulted in a cure, and it was you know, to be her cross to bear. That was what she wanted uh, out of the situation. Um, but uh, Joel was not about that, um, and that's because you know he'd already lost one daughter at the beginning of the outbreak, and he was not allowed to, about to lose another. So... I'm sorry, you didn't have to spoil the game.
1: <laughs>
3: um, lost my train of thought. Uh, so, as a result, a lot of conversations around Joel have resulted, or have been, surrounding his selfishness. How could he sacrifice so much for one person? I'm almost forgetting, I'm actually forgetting the order I put these slides in. But, uh, so, but we know Joel as a father, a liar and maybe a villain, but my audience here, what if I told you there's a fourth option? What if Joel is an ally... (laughs) What if Joel is an ally to the queer community? Keep in mind that by this point in the last timeline, Naughty Dog had already buried two of its gays. That included Frank, Bill's partner, and Riley, Ellie's first love. (laughs) So, what if we instead think of Joel instead of a villain? We think about how this was actually an act of service to the LGBT community, (laughs) and I think if we look back at Joel's behavior in this game, I think that really works out, like I think that fits with his character. Take for example, okay, uh, I don't really know how, y'all, how well y'all can see this from the lighting, but um, uh, you'll see in this screenshot from the first game, Joel, well, it looks like Joel about to throw a brick at some unsuspecting bandit, right? Right? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> if you look a little bit harder, it's actually Joel throwing the first brick at Stonewall? <laughs> what about in The Last of Us Part two when Seth was being a bigot? He called Dina and Ellie a slur with his whole chest right in front of Jackson. Who was it that came to their aid? Was it Maria, the leader of Jackson? No, that woman told him that he needed to get out and so get some air. And you know what she did the next day? Tried to get them to settle their differences over some sandwiches. But you want to know who it was that reacted accordingly in that situation? Joel Goddamn Miller, who told that man to get the hell out.
0: Really getting mileage out of this image.
3: <laughs> I know, uh, thank you to Julia, uh, Julia Baritz on Twitter. Uh, go follow them, go, go retweet this, tell them I sent you. Uh, anyway, so now that we have all this new context, I think we can re- really recontextualize his actions. He went into that operating room and stabbed that surgeon right in the throat, and then he, then he got that funky little lesbian off of the <laughs> operating table <laughs> and took her home. <laughs> As a result, she was able to live out her childhood meet the love of her life, and then go to live on a farm with her lady and her little lad. And as far as I'm concerned, no one has suffered any negative ramifications as a result of the things that Joel has done. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) While the world of the last of us may be suffering because of the cordyceps virus, You want to know what's not suffering? The gay rights movement.
4: Wow, that was incredible. Um, I don't know who the fuck this guy is either, but you know what? (laughs) Thumbs up. I didn't play this one.
0: Uh, not curing the infection that is uh, destroying humanity is allyship, I guess. So. <laughs>
2: uh, Eric said you had like 40 slides and it looks like he wasn't lying, so I'm gonna give you a thumbs up for really good work. <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: I do feel like though, you kind of put us in a...
2: Oh, oh, of course I'm up next.
4: Kenneth, it it does seem as if, though, you put us in a situation where if we thumbs down this man, Uh, we kind of would be saying that we don't like gay people.
3: What a concept. (laughs) Got it,
2: got it, got it, got it, got it, got
3: it. I would would say you've unmasked me, but you haven't, (laughs) clearly.
2: So to follow that up, all I can say is, like, I have a horsey. Nay, (laughs) nay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I am up here. I am Nadia Oxford, co-host of the Axe of the Blood God podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here. And I would like to present my problematic fave, my boyfriend, Golbez, from Final Fantasy 4. Now, Golbez goes by... (laughs) I probably should have put these points up uh, one by one after all. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Golbez was born as, <laughs> as Theodore, uh, a.k.a. Darth Vader, Moon Daddy. Uh, he is the main villain of Final Fantasy IV, but not quite. That actually goes, that honor goes to uh, that douche who looks like a Koosh Ball, Zerimus. Uh I'm not joking about the Koosh Ball thing, like look it up. Uh, his crimes include, amongst other things, uh, just a few, you know, minor red marks, uh, mass murder, treason, girlfriend napping, brainwashing jealous dragoons, throwing his newborn brother under a tree, and not learning the cure spell like his dad asked.
1: <laughs> Who's the us? Yeah,
2: there's a lot of awes in here for a good reason, and uh, part of those reasons, part of that reason has to do with why he kind of lost his mind and was uh, open to uh, brainwashing from a crazy man from the moon. Uh, he was being brainwashed, as I said, and. Uh, there before the grace of god goes any of us we could be brainwashed by a crazy moon person any day of our lives they really should be more understanding about his, his problems so true as you play the uh, ds adaptation of final fantasy IV, that's where you learn a lot more about Golbez, and you learn that um his father who is from the moon uh he's a lunarian fell in love with a human woman and uh they were living together and i guess the townspeople really had a problem with this because they eventually killed uh, Kuya, which was the name of uh, Cecil and Theodore's father. And very shortly thereafter, uh, Cecil, uh, Cecil's mother, and uh, Theodore's mother, uh, died giving birth to Cecil. So uh, he was kind of alone and adrift, because I don't think the townspeople took any attempt to take care of him, because, again, they weren't really fond of the family. So that's when Zeromus, the Kushball from the moon, uh, entered his mind and said, hey, look at this awful brother of yours. This is, the, this is like this is his fault, the reason your parents died. And he's like, oh, no. So he <laughs> literally abandons his brother under a tree um, in, where he's found by the king of, of Baron. And I'm guessing Golbez himself kind of, as he said, he like fled to like the fringe lands of wherever the hell and uh, ended up in the care, I suppose he would call it, of Zeromus eventually and became Golbez, named after Golbez, Golbeza, the, the fly that's supposedly born out of dragon corpses, hence the, uh, the line that he's given um, about... Born from womb of dragon corpse and all that cool shit. His theme music slaps. It's called uh, Golbez, man clad in black. It's absolutely fantastic. You can't go wrong with it. He had a pet dragon. His name was Shadow, and it could like one-shot your party. Uh, Rudi turned it into a holy-flavored popsicle, unfortunately. He's voiced by Chairman Efinkaga in Japan. So, holy crap! <laughs> Instant point. Continued redemption. <laughs> <Revenge>. <laughs> Uh, In Final Fantasy for The After Years, which I think three people have played, I've played it three times, he is actually quite a major character in that game, and uh, (laughs) he takes off his clothes. I don't know. I don't know why. It seems really cold on the moon, but not only his clothes, but his shoes. Even Looking at at this art, as gorgeous as it is, it pains me, because I get very cold feet, and thinking about walking around on the moon without shoes, holy shit, no thank you. Um, he really hates himself. Golbez is not very fond of himself. He understands his sins. They weigh down very heavily on him. He has a, you find out in, in, in After Years that he has a very deep secret desire for Cecil to kill him, for, for like, abandoning him. And uh, so if we, if we cancel him, if we kick him out, we're just giving him what he wants. He knows, mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just meant to brood. I guess I'll just do that now. I think that uh, a little bit of sunshine and, and friendship would be very healthy for him. <clears throat> Golbez is actually also a good dad, and we learn this in uh, Decidia, I forget how to pronounce it, the second game. Deciduum, Decidium, Decadium, whatever. Duo Decum? Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. He fights for, uh, of course, in, in Decidia you have the Agents of Chaos and the Chaos and the Agents of uh, Cosmos. <laughs> uh, Golbez fights for the Agents of, of Chaos, but he's not really a bad guy, and he gives the, he kind of gives like almost advice to the the warriors, especially the the warriors fighting for light. Um, To Terra, he says, turn from destroyer to angel of hope, and Terra being from Final Fantasy VI, she's half-esper and has that capacity for destruction uh, or or healing, and she goes to the side of healing eventually. To Cloud, he says, you should have found your answer by now, which is just to me a stern dad saying, boy, get your shit together, (laughs) because you ain't living under my house no more, I'll tell you that much. To Sephiroth, what do you gain by discarding your honor? And that is a very deep, good question. I don't think Sephiroth thought about it at all. <laughs> to Kuja from Final Fantasy IX. Are your songs not just mere pleasantry? Which is, uh, I can't say Kuja's my favorite uh, villain, but uh, sure, he told him he off. And my favorite, to Tidus from uh, Final Fantasy X. Is his shadow all you see? Referring, I think we all know, to his father because Titus has uh, issues.
0: Titus has daddy issues?
2: No, nah, it's nothing. Oh, okay. Only bad enough for, for an interdimensional demon god to comment on, that's all of all. <laughs> he
0: without sin throw the first stone, you know.
2: So therefore, I, I, uh, just to, to wrap up my thesis here, I think that Golbez deserves redemption. Not that he wants it, and I think that would really piss him off, and that's also kind of extra punishment for him, if you know what I mean. So if we can cleanse him of his sins, I think he could be a pretty cool guy to hang out with. He definitely has that otherworldly, fatherly, mentorly air, and when you have a series full of as many scatterbrains as Final Fantasy, you really do need someone to kind of rein them all in and be a good dad and say, hey, hey, get get off that fence. What are you doing to Muhammad? Get down there. (laughs) Therefore, I I think that Golbez is worthy of redemption. uh, What does the the jury think? I don't know who
4: the fuck this guy is.
2: Yeah. yeah. Default, default, default. The two sweetest words in the English language.
3: Uh, so I actually have not played Final Fantasy IV, but the thing that really, really sold it to me was that when you talked about how he wore basically nothing on the moon. And like, <laughs> while, 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 while that might sound like I'm you know, into the fan surface at all, what I actually find deeply relatable about that is suffering for the fit. Yeah. And, yeah. Because like, I'm a person that wears jackets year-round because I want to look good even though I'm sweating under it and you just don't see it. Um, so if he's suffering the cold atmosphere, or whatever the hell you want to call it, of the moon to look, you know, that good. Okay, all right. Who
0: am I to tell him that he's wrong? I, uh, I have not played Final Fantasy IV, and from everything you just told me, uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen Golbez in my replies on Twitter multiple times before, uh, but this one gets the thumbs up just for the attribution, not to an artist, uh, the art by, but Hot Golbez art. From <laughs> you, you get points.
2: Audience, are you with me? Thank you.
0: We gotta do a quick switchover, so y'all are gonna see this one. Just pretend like it's flipping over really smoothly.
1: <laughs> hey,
4: what's up? Um, This is my dog, Barley. Everyone say hi. Hi, Barley! Okay, great. Now I have to give her away.
0: That's right. We have dogs on this panel. So, (laughs) clearly the best of the weekend.
4: All right, hello. Welcome. Um, I'm Nikki from the video gaming culture website, fanbyte.com, branded or plus. All right, here's three times Reginald fils proved himself to be problematic. Number one. <laughs> he made a pizza for fucking Bigfoot. Now here's the thing. What a bastard. <laughs> here's the thing. Everyone knows Bigfoot, right? Big lad lives in a forest, has killed before. Men, women, children, fucking animals. <laughs> and Reggie fils said, no, 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 listen, pizza hut. Mr. Hutt, I need a pizza just for him. (laughs) The only way we can satiate this large man is with pizza. And then Mr. Hutt said, yeah, sure, that seems good. We'll make a pizza. We'll put six toppings on this thing, (laughs) six. Companies were, Pizza Hut franchisees, I looked this up, Pizza Hut franchisees lost money on every single Bigfoot pizza they sold. (laughs) 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 Because they put so many toppings on them uh, that they were a loss leader. They discontinued them a handful of years after Reggie left. Did you know that after he left Pizza Hut, this isn't in here, after he left (laughs) Pizza Hut, he went to VH1. Yeah, and then he organized the post-9-11 concert Jesus. for VH1, and then by the time he left VH1, he had increased their ratings by 30%. Oh my
0: god. Fucking
4: nuts. Anyway. I don't
0: know what to do with this ever. Here's his
4: second crime. <laughs> You'll remember this, right? 2015, we were all greeted and treated to this imagery that we all see here. If I click on this, Eric, will this explode? Will we die? Uh, and,
0: I mean, if you click it, we'll advance the slide, I believe, so.
4: <laughs> Haha, wrong. Wait, what? All right, all right, look, 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 <laughs> This is so bad, this is so dangerous. folks. <laughs> oh shit. I, to-
0: I told you it was gonna break things.
4: All right, look, this is so unbelievably dangerous. My children look up to this man for video games and for entertainment. And he's out here doing fucking (laughs) push-ups? Modified push-ups with his feet on the barbell?
2: That's dangerous. That's so dangerous. That's really bad.
4: Oh, he's saying Nintendo 63, Nintendo 64, and then he says, my puppet body is ready. And everyone is like, oh my god, that's so funny, because he's a puppet. Wrong. He's a human man who has the ability to turn himself into a puppet. (laughs) That is sacrilege. Not allowed. You should not be able to celebrate this. At the end of it... Oh, shit. No, go back. (laughs) At the end of it, he turns into Falco from Star Fox. So this whole time, Reginald fils has the ability to turn himself into a puppet. Hey, we all can see that. (laughs) And then he turns into a Falco puppet from the video game series, Star Fox. This raises a lot of questions, right? (laughs) Did he have this ability before he started working at Nintendo? Maybe. He was alive when Star Fox came out the first time. Did a lot of get him? Maybe. We'll never know. Number three. <laughs> Reginald Fisa may worked for Panda Express. Like at the corporate level. That's just fucking funny. <laughs> it's just really weird. It's just a blip on this dude's Wikipedia page. There's no information about it. What is he hiding? What don't we know about his tenure at the Panda Express? But here's why we need to maybe, I don't know, believe in Reginald, you know? He's great, he's great. And here's some reasons why. He made a pizza for fucking Bigfoot. Bigfoot killed the guy. That's nuts. He walked into the office and said, I want to make a pizza for him, pointed at Bigfoot, who was in the room. And he said, Bigfoot wants this pizza. Mr. <laughs> Hutt, Bigfoot will have this pizza. Number two, he has a puppet form. And that's extremely cool. He can turn himself into a puppet. Do you know how hard it is? Let's go back. Let's go back. (laughs) Do you understand how hard it is to puppeteer this? Like they had to—they worked with the Jim Henson Company to get
1: this
4: (laughs) to get this working.
2: Jim Henson himself. Wow.
4: Jim—they brought that man back from the dead.
2: Back from the dead.
4: To get this to—this is unreal. A man's wearing a green suit to push this puppet up and down.
0: This is so much more Oh, and then there's Reggie.
4: There he is. That's Reggie. (laughs) That's cool. I think. He can also turn himself into a bird.
2: (laughs) He can fly? Can he fly? Can Reggie fly?
4: Okay, so there is a part where he... Okay. Does anyone remember this Nintendo Direct? Y'all remember the part where he's, like, standing behind the desk, and then everyone's like... Oh shit, my body feels weird. And then he coughs, and then a bunch of feathers come out of his mouth. And then he goes, and then he comes up and he looks like that. Yeah, I know, it was nuts. (laughs) Number three, he worked for Panda Express. And I love orange chicken. Whom's among us in this building does not love a serving of orange chicken from the Panda Express? And I like to think that he had a hand in the development of the orange chicken. Now, did Panda Express already exist before Reggie started working there? Yeah, 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 whatever. But y'all didn't know that that fucker worked there before you walked in this room. (laughs) So therefore, transitive property, Reggie made every single serving of orange chicken you've ever eaten. Thank you so much. Kenneth, Kenneth. Yeah, how
0: do we how do we feel about that, Kenneth?
3: Uh, I'm amazed that you were able to redeem Reggie in my eyes without also pointing out that he left GameSpot very shortly after arriving, like the rest of us do. Make you think.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: uh, uh- I want... To- Stood beside Reggie at an event, and I'm five foot, and he's like uh, six foot 1,000. So it felt like so it was in the presence of a, a very comforting thunder god, and uh, I enjoyed that experience. <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah.
0: I did not expect to learn what I learned in this slideshow, yeah. Yeah, and no, I don't know what to do with all the information I have in yeah. my head now, but my body is ready. Yeah! And- Folks, we, we have been judged. We have stood before all of you and been properly judged. Ken, you're, you're motioning at me. Oh, I didn't know if there was... Yeah, anything. no, I, I got... Them. We'll take care of it in a second. Don't worry about it. We're playing, <laughs> we're playing this loose. This is late night PAX panel. There's no rules here. The Twitch stream can't... See. No, there's like... Hold on.
4: There's six of them on the back of this. Oh uh, well, Did you, have you read these? I've not read them.
1: All right, I got
0: you. What do what, 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 what we got? Have y'all read these? Drugs are bad. Have y'all check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drugs are bad. Don't, don't steal. Crime. Don't no punch stealing. or kick people. No cheating. It don't doesn't harass- really
4: specify if you cheated games or on people, but I guess it's just kind of like a blanket thing. Yeah, I
0: mean both are both are bad. Yeah,
4: no harassment. That one uh-huh. yes, mm. and don't mess with stuff that's not yours. I guess I'll D- Does things.
0: that, by the rules of PAX, are any of ours now problematic? I feel it's really like sad that we have to those put those on the back of a badge. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> Anyways, we have been judged and judged accordingly. Uh, if y'all would now like to line up at the mics and be judged by our panel, Uh-oh. bring bring us your problematic faves and see if you also get the thumbs I feel up like of sin public. Will go or not. And I'm going to put up the fancy end slide while this happens. Oh, I oh. Do, we do want to give a shout-out to uh,
3: the, the panelists that could not be with us today. Jenny Wyndham did not have an 10. And she let us know that her problematic fave was going to be uh, Timmy and Tommy from Animal yeah. Crossing. And that really would have filled the gap that I feel this panel
0: needed. I, those kids. I also He's, might have given them a thumbs down.
4: They, well, they, hey, keep, hey, they hey, keep
0: putting things in hey, stock hey, that hey, I hey, already hey, own. hey, 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 hey,
4: hey, 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 hey. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just now looking at this first slide. This first slide? Yeah, 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 yeah. What about it? All right, so All four of our names and pronouns are up there. That's great. That's so cool. That's I so cool. Now in the second column, to the right of that, it says, follow us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whoa. Just uh-huh. <laughs> you know, kind of say Normandy FM show. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: you're missing some handles there, bud. Oh, you know what? Let me let me update it. You go that. in
4: there, it's at
0: FanBite Media. Uh, no, 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 don't worry. I got it. Yeah, so thank you. How <laughs> yeah, do you spell it? Also, like where at are me? our
3: handles?
4: You're no, 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 uh, no, wait, no, 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 no. No, no, no. That 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 looks right to me. No, that was it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um are you, gonna tell the, you gotta tell the fine folks what uh, Normandy
0: FM is. Right hand side, I saw you get up there. What first. the
3: hell, Eric? What? I'm asking you to promote our show at one of your goddamn panels.
0: Normandy FM, please listen to us. <laughs> this is what it's like every every other week. Uh, we're currently talking about Final Fantasy ten two, right? We're done recording it, that's why I had to ask. Uh, and we are starting Cyberpunk 2077 very soon in book club style. So if you like problematic things, that's a great one to listen to. Yeah, so. we
3: have also covered the Mass, Mass Effect series.
0: Dragon Age. You want to talk about... Pro- Y'all did Mass Effect? Oh, my God. The name uh, is Normandy yeah. FM. Uh, you think would, we like would, World War I II? I did play that. Woo! Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's Mass Effect,
3: Dragon Age, Jade Empire, The Last of Us. Final Fantasy X, Flash X 2 then Cyberpunk.
0: And, and all the 10-2. Or, or, yeah, and
3: all I the terrible 10 things that we're, Square put we're, out we're, because we're Square doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. Ball
0: and dies. So uh, let's start with the right-hand side here. You were up there first. What is your problematic fave?
6: Um, my problematic fave is William Afton, a.k.a. Purple Guy from Five Nights at Freddy.
2: I just want to say, and I see Purple Guy, I talked to them like before the show, so hi. Uh, They gave me a sticker of Chica, which is really cool. Anyway, I just want to say that I used to cosplay as Purple Guy. I actually had a, a, um, a purple spandex suit that I put like the white eyes on and the wide black mouth. I scared the shit out of so many children. I made them cry, and I feel much pride in this.
0: Wait, so th- is, is this, for clarification, this is a Five Nights at Freddy's? Five Nights night? at Freddy's, yes. Yeah. It is okay, a so thumbs down from me. The- no,
2: no, 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 no. no, no, no. I, 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 uh,
1: the only the thing I know about that children, children series is children, Michael, they're don't, they're don't leave me here! Dear Lord. Do,
0: do you have, do you have a, a two sentence justification for why they are free of sin?
6: Um, actually, I have an entire Google Doc open right now that I'm reading from. So <laughs>
0: there there yeah. is a line behind
6: you. I, I Really quick, I talk fast. Oh. Um, he's he's preventing overpopulation. <laughs> um, he he. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, he's furthering the scientific world. He discovered remnant. He discovered immortality you know um he's furthering the robotics industry
2: i understand these things i understand this like this this lingo i fucking hate robots
6: there's a a good possibility that he's queer
2: Uh.
6: that's always a good thing um um he's hot in some fan art that's true that is true
2: i can verify
6: and he's furthering
2: the capitalistic dreams of America with
1: his franchise, you know? There you go, there you
0: go.
2: Thank you for that, I agree with your
0: defense. So so Nadia, is that a thumbs up from you?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Nikki, how do we feel? I don't know who this is, (laughs) give it a (laughs) thumbs up. So so decide, okay, thumbs up, Thumbs up. Okay, Ken? Sure. Uh, (laughs) Just one quick clarification, this is a character from Night at Freddy's? Yeah, thumbs down for me.
6: Uh,
0: (laughs) I'm in the slides as a problematic fave. This this is my life. Left-hand side, how are you doing?
5: I'm all right. I'm all right. Chilling. All right. So my, one of my many problematic faves, because I'm notorious for this, Chloe Price. Hell yeah.
0: Okay, okay.
5: Hella. (laughs) You already know where I'm going with this. So (laughs) she's kind of, so this is from Life is Strange. Um, She's kind of responsible for ruining the lives indirectly of her close best friend, mainly because of an entire um, miscommunication between her moving and everything and holding her hostage for that for many years. But at the same time, she's pretty loyal because, of course, like, you know, that's your best friend. You're going to think about her all the time. So even though you're kind of in a Toxic relationship at least that's the only person that's on your mind through life and death and you do die like several times So yeah, you could just have your friend revive you each and every time That's a great friend to have someone you could befriend that can get you out of problems each and every time you screw up So also she's a pothead and she has good music taste. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Thank you has, has done no Thank wrong you on on this side. What do we have? Um,
7: before I begin, I would like to say that uh, there may have been some confusion earlier, and uh, I would like to state for the record that Goro Akechi is my favorite person, oh, okay. and I love him. So, but, so no
0: one hates me in here. That's that's yeah, a problem. No, we'll have no to work one, on that. No,
7: he's the best, and everyone agrees, unconditionally. <laughs> okay, but my problematic fave is Edelgard von Harasveld from Final yeah.
1: yeah. Oh. Oh.
7: Listen, she may have done just a little bit of murder. It happens, you know, like... It happens all the time in that world. It's accidentally a war, (laughs) but... First of all, uh, her main point is to get rid of a world, uh, a society that is ruled basically by uh, the Illuminati, which are dragons. And uh, frankly... (laughs) I uh, I think Edelgard's idea of eliminating the Illuminati probably good idea, the Emblem equivalent, anyways. And uh, also she's gay. Good, good uh-huh. all around. Uh-huh. Like, um,
4: <laughs> uh huh. Unfortunately, we are so, we are pro Illuminati here. Well,
0: Cla- uh, Cla- <laughs> well, Claude is too. Nintendo just but, doesn't
4: recognize it.
7: But also she has a giant axe and it's very cool. <laughs> a giant, so, what? Nothing. Nothing was done wrong. That's what I say. I think okay. I'm. Yeah. Uh, that's, a really, <laughs> hey, that's a really good question. Whoever asked that, that's you know, a
4: really gay, good question. She,
7: su- she, lo- she supports gay rights, so it's, it's okay. all,
4: right. all right. She's just
7: like, the ends justify them. Exactly. You get it. You get it. it that she just, you know, just sweep that under the rug. She's great. Nothing is wrong, ever.
0: Edelgard von, von Fressfeld? Am I getting that right? Edel, Edelgard? She
4: wants to kill Beyonce. That's a no from me.
0: Oh, that is true. <laughs> Ken, how do we feel about Edelgard?
2: Gay rights. Okay, uh, Nadia? Uh, I think, uh, uh, I don't know, sure.
0: <laughs> I, I am perturbed by the wanting to kill dragons after Final Fantasy XIV, heaven's word, I am strongly on the pro dragon side. Yeah. But it is Edelgard, so thumbs up. You yeah. there. How are we doing?
6: Hi, my name is Julia, and my problematic fave is Anders Dragon Age.
1: Woo! He did nothing wrong. Oh. <laughs> oh, no.
6: He may have grown up in
0: a, like boy, the
6: Chantry, the church, killing hundreds and hundreds of people yeah! in Hightown, but they were all nobles, and the church is corrupt. So, mage rights? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes!
1: huh.
6: He's also bi, so if
0: that's... Ken, we all do like a bad boy, don't we? Uh, but not a terrorist,
3: Eric. <laughs> um, I, I think, in, in to me, the have like one serious moment in this panel, I think And is more of a victim of Dragon Age's uh, inability to make a decision about anything and have opinions, um, and that's just like a, like a series-wide problem that just doesn't seem to be fixed like anything that Dragon Age has a problem with. Um, so I'm gonna give Anders the, the neutral here because I think in a series that actually gave a shit about any, like, any of the problems that it set forth instead of trying to make this playground for the player to live in and make a decision on whether oppression is okay or not, um, Anders might have been a better character. So he gets this, but it's Dragon Age's fault, not his. In a, in a better series, he would have been better.
0: Listen to Normandy FM listen to Normandy FM uh, so we have a thumbs up and a neutral um, I'm, I'm gonna have to go uh, thumbs down Uh-oh. but only because I feel like everyone who loves Anders needs to accept that it is a thumbs down and <laughs> you, you, you know what you did
6: nothing wrong you do
0: you, you know what you're doing and I support you in your quest but I cannot follow you down that dark path <laughs> Uh, not uh, I, I know
2: very little. I'm not really up to date with the whole Dragon Age uh, fandom drama, so I'll just give a thumbs up by default. I'm a happy person.
0: Oh, there we go. There we go. So that's like a what a 2.5 out of something out like of 4 uh, <laughs> Yeah. In our excellent and well-tested ratings. Thank them. you. I mean, that's a passing grade. A- audience, how do y'all feel about Anders' Dragon Age? We got one really enthusiastic. In some person. enthusiastic fans. Okay. <laughs> that's about right for
4: Anders. <laughs> Over here.
8: What's up? Hi. Hey, what's up? I'm going to be defending myself.
4: Whoa! Who are you, though?
8: Hilda Valentine Goneril from Fire Emblem.
4: Because
8: what's more problematic than Fire Emblem?
4: Nothing. Oh, that's true.
8: Um, so, Have you guys played Three Houses?
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: I,
0: I stopped at the time skip. I, I was nice. not aware Hilda was problematic, so I, yeah. I think I'm about to be educated.
8: What's like the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Hilda, like character traits?
0: Hilda, Hilda, <laughs> Hilda. That's all I think.
8: I think a lot of Three House's characters are super tropey, and her main trope is like she's lazy. Like, oh, okay. She's really um, manipulative. She's a she likes lady. getting other people to do her stuff for her. Sort oh, of I way. thought
3: you meant lazy, like sleepy. Okay, never mind. That's no, less good. No, no,
8: no. She just. Makes other people do
0: her choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true, Bethany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can eat all of it.
8: But you find out she has like good reason for this because she has like a really cool big brother who like she's really like intimidated by. Not intimidated, but she just she doesn't feel like she'll ever live up to him, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she doesn't want people to expect things from her. So she's like kind of lazy and but. She finds out throughout the course of the game, and especially post-time skip, when you don't side with Claude. um, Her actions towards a lot of the characters show how she's willing to put in the work when need be. And also her decision to have, or her suggestion to have Claude cosplay as Edelgard directly won them the war in Verdant Wind, so.
1: (laughs) Also, she's hot.
0: Held up, held up. Uh,
3: I'll give her a thumbs up because of like the characters that I distinctly remember. She was not one that I disliked. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So like that's like the bar. I need to go back and play that game. I need to finish you, it. You really, you really do. You where did like you stop? The time skip. That's where I stopped. Like I don't know why. I was like, oh, everyone's like older now. Why like, well, did I suddenly I
0: drop this game? I cared about it so much. You're like, ago. wow, this game got really interesting. Guess I'll yeah. Guess I'll again. just stop. I'll stop. It's
2: because the they wouldn't one. let me kiss Claude.
0: Listen to Normandy FM. No.
2: <laughs> I think that uh, Hilda, when I needed someone to smack someone else with an axe, I always called on Hilda, so. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah.
9: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. 100%. Let's see Good if we've
0: got a real problem here on the other side.
9: Yes. I am here to defend one particular problematic fave that I have, and that is Bowser. Yes!
1: Yes! Oh! oh. Yes! Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Yes.
9: Yes. So, so yes, we already know that Bowser loves to kidnap Princess Peach. We all know that in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. We, all, we also know that he likes to destroy so many different things just to get Mario's attention and to claim that, oh, he's going to take over the world, or he's going to destroy this, do that. But let's be real here. He loves to have fun with Mario, like, what maybe he's doing some Mario Kart So
2: I was going col- golfing and, and tennis with him, yeah. And he's
9: also a pretty good father. <laughs> he Like, is. look at Bowser mm-hmm. Jr. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bowser Jr. is a little run, but he's still at an age where he has to learn how to behave very well, and Bowser's actually a pretty good parent. I mean, take a look at those um, Nintendo um, partner, parental control Yes, stuff.
2: I was going to mention those. Take
9: yeah, a look, take a look at that. That's a good example of Bowser um, being a really good father for Bowser Jr. And not only that, but there have been times where he's also been helpful to Mario. Like, not only in, like, Super Mario RPG, for example, but also even even as going as recent as Super Mario Odyssey at the very end. Like, Bowser actually helped Mario. Like, many people don't want to hear the fact that um, Bowser can actually be, like, less problematic or he could be redeemed and all that. But... Just give him a chance. He's he's not <laughs> entirely evil, he's just misunderstood. I agree. Uh, I'm ready to always, I was
2: actually going to think about uh, I was thinking about defending Bowser for this panel and uh, I like how you mentioned the the parent video for that you can uh, watch about the the parental controls for the Switch. He's very cute there with Bowser Jr. Also, in Bowser's Inside Story, if you buy the really severely neglected 3DS version, you'll find a kind of a mini game with Bowser Jr. And it really puts the stupid little runt in a good light. Like, everyone just kind of abandons him and he has to learn how to defend himself. And yeah, it, Bowser doesn't always make the best choices as a father, but he's still a good father. It's definitely a thumbs up for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Nikki,
4: how do we feel about Bowser? I'm ready to uncancel Bowser.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: It's time. It's time. He's been canceled for too long.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: He's uncanceled. Now Doug Bowser. Listen.
1: Doug canceled. <laughs>
4: Doug, you're canceled. You killed Reggie. <laughs> Wherever you are in this room, Doug he's not here. Also, I think there's a union been going on.
3: That's what, yeah,
0: yeah, fuck Doug. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but Bowser's the king for a reason.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Damn. Uh huh. Damn. Bowser, I'm pretty sure, only kidnaps Princess Peach to keep getting Mario's attention, and if that's not relatable, I don't know what is. So, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Uh,
3: I do want to point out we got about 11 minutes, so
4: let's kind of speed things up, everybody. G- wait, give us oh, the elevator pitches. Wait, we're going to do 30 seconds for each person. Give me a second while you Okay, time we're time. Y'all, we're the rest of you all are on timer now. Time. Should have gotten in uh, line th- 30 earlier. seconds
3: after you say the name of the person. Yeah, wait.
4: Oh. Okay. Where's the clock at? Uh, yeah. I found it. Okay, ready? Who, who's is
7: it? My Hi. problematic fave is Revenant from Apex Legends. All right, let's okay. go. Cons: scary murder robot, probably killing a lot of people, very sadistic. Sure, that's all the surface. Pros, um, he is honestly just an edgelord, very harmless. He's all talk, you can tell he's compensating for probably a really good heart in there. He reminds us of our mortality. He's kind of, you know, got a, a really good sense. He calls people skin suits, meat bags. It's really good to be reminded of your own mortality and not take yourself too seriously. And he's played by Darren DePaul, who is in real life one of the sweetest voice actors you'll ever meet. Great guy. Revenant's the best. There you go.
3: Uh, I don't know that man, but is, is, is that person any... Like, does they have any association with the character Fuse, my pansexual daddy?
7: What's that? Oh, yes, Fuse. Uh, I mean,
2: yeah, Wait. they have some great friends okay, sure. together.
3: All right, they're friends. <laughs> Nadia, Nadia, Nathan. I'll do anything
2: uh, he says. I heard, the road, I heard the word robot, so... I'm going to yeah. give you a
0: thumbs up just for managing to fit that whole argument in 30 seconds on the first go as the first person to do. It's a good job. Thanks. Nice. A plus. All right. All right, left-hand side. What do we got? Uh, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Cancel, yes. Uh, cancel, He willingly stayed in a violent criminal gang long after he probably should, but he was manipulated for pretty much his whole life by his father figure that just keeps lying and lying. But, God damn it, Dutch. Um, <laughs> eventually they'll get to the right? Well, no, not exactly, but he really does have a good heart, but he also does keep killing
1: people.
7: <laughs> uh, so... He tries by the end, especially if you play him as a good guy, and you better play him as him a good guy.
2: Uh, I have a friend who said, I don't like Red Dead Redemption 2, but Arthur is old and tired, and people keep asking him to do things. So I relate to him. So thumbs up for sure.
3: Uh, the only thing I know about Arthur Morgan, and I, I, I believe this is in the actual context of the game, him talking to the horse that he's riding, where he keeps saying, good boy.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck, oh. hate that game. I, it's a no- I, Next! Oh, hey, hey. Oh, sorry. God. I,
0: I do not have a plan, but I do have a thumbs up, Arthur.
4: Oh, hell yeah. I wanted so to go so I could the do my Dutch it's, like it's like from the game. Yeah.
1: What so, we
8: what? my problematic fave is Adachi Toru from Persona 4. And yes, maybe his hobby's killing people. Maybe he wants to watch the world turn to shadows. <laughs> and, but worst of all, he's a cop. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but... Sorry, so I'm Dojima's sorry. kind of an oh, oh, absent
0: pause, father. Pause pause the timer. We, oh, have, we have I don't know what button pause okay. is. You're you're gonna have a whatever. is this Naoto or, or... Adachi Toru. Adachi.
8: Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, no, Naoto's not properly. I'm
4: Naoto. hitting it's started. <laughs>
8: um but you know, Dojima's kind of an absent father and throughout this story, Adachi kinda of pops up and you know, he has dinner and he's like kind of a father figure to Nanako a little bit and to you, but that's basically it. I
3: like Adachi. He's funny. <laughs> he's literally an oh, incel. Oh. That's like his entire arc. That's what oh, he did what
4: he did. He's so
8: nice to Nanako.
4: No, based, based on what I heard, which is about 30 seconds, this, is, this person seems fine. So a <laughs> thumbs up funny.
0: to me. That's how Adachi gets you in the door. Thumbs, thumbs down.
2: <laughs> uh, I think Adachi is a really well-written villain actually, but uh, he doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities. Um, he's actually a very terrifying kind of portrayal of Misogyny and a whole bunch of other screwed up stuff. But I, can I do like this? Like, can I do this number? Like, anyway, and, this is, and, is this number for me. Thank you. Are we doing a Are we doing neut- a neutral? Is that where? You're... I don't know what the hell. Well, I don't know what this is, but I'm doing. It. And Ken, the Adachi
0: and, hate is eating you. Out.
3: Uh, and also, like, there's no need for us to try to redeem Adachi because Atlas tried to do that because it doesn't know how to let a Persona character just be bad.
2: At least so. he's not oh. Teddy. We got to give him that. Thank you. Thank.
4: Are you ready? Yes, to uh, Scott, big time uh, big time fans. Um, to avoid prejudice, I'm going to start with my reasonings. They, oh, so God. feel free to start. Um, their whole purpose is to bring down individuals' hubris. They do not care whether you are uh, your gender, your race, your orientation, anything like that. Their whole purpose is to bring up the little person, the little folk to... to Bring them to victory. My problematic fave is the blue shell from our Oh, yes. Jesus, yes.
2: Mary, and St. Joseph. There they are. Thank you so much for showing up.
0: Not only is the blue shell beautiful, but anyone who is a competitive person hates it, and that's why I love it. I see so. one in
2: the audience. I think we have someone amongst us. We them. have for a celebratory...
0: Service. You have not been canceled, friend. Congratulations. Congratulations.
2: There you go. Thank you for your
0: service. Yeah. You, you were you were up for, for judgment, and, and you were not called. Your name was not called today. So, good job. Right hand side, how are you doing? Hi. Um,
6: so, my problematic fave. This is a poll from 2008. Um, Arthas Menethil, the Witch King, single-handedly spread the scourge throughout Azeroth. I know what you're thinking. But, um, yes, uh, he was manipulated into a situation with no good choices, okay? But he was also featured in WoW's greatest expansion, and to be fair, I would not be able to resist that sweet-ass glowing blue sword, either. I'll he's a cutie, so whatever.
4: Um, Wowhead pays for my health, <laughs> so that's a thumbs up from me.
3: Go, go read Wowhead,
0: our sister site.
4: <laughs> uh, I, no.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah but think about the
4: He's the meet a cool your sword.
1: Think about
0: the meet your friends rule like hey you know just got to let you know about this guy he did uh, murder his father and commit genocide. He's so, got a
1: sword so and yeah, right? Right?
2: Uh, I'm uh, a Final Fantasy 14 trick so I'm going to go uh, just default thumbs up <laughs> cuz again I'm a happy person.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This side. Hello.
9: Hey. Uh, my problematic fave, uh, fave is Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter.
1: All right. Oh, Lord. Okay. Help he, us all.
4: Yes, he does join the, dark, the, the Death Eaters, which is like wizard Nazi, Nazis. And he does call Hermione a, a mudblood, which is the wizard equivalent of the N-word. That's a slur. That's but true. He is not the problem. The problem is his father and the family that he has grew, grown up with. Of course he's gonna be, be a Death Eater. His father's a Death Eater, his mother's a Death Eater. Of course he's gonna hate
1: Harry. That's Harry insulted him. That's
4: it, that's 30. Yeah. That's thumbs, thumbs down, down for take it rolling <laughs> for Harry Potter broadly. So no. All right, um, yeah. all right, we
0: have like three minutes left, so this is now the speed run round. You just get to say the name and we thumbs up or thumbs down. All right. This side. All uh, right. So this is mainly uh,
4: someone that I hate. Not really trying to defend him, but want to bring attention to uh, Mickey Mouse from King. Fuck Mart. yeah! Oh, that motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love that guy. I'm sorry.
0: Can thumbs you repeat up. that? Thumbs up for Mickey Mouse. Can somebody That's tell me King what King was down. said? Mickey Mouse from King of Hearts.
4: Uh-huh. Mickey Mouse. Oh, from King. Oh, from,
1: from Mike, King Hearts. Michael Martin.
0: Mouse gets that. Oh. Th- right. Thumbs up. Thumbs down.
1: I hate myself. Thumbs up.
0: All right. Left hand side. Speed run. Let's go. Maester Seymour Guado. Who down? Final. I don't know C- who. Seymour Guado from Final Fantasy X. Uh, down! 10. I'm being C-more, told down. Seymour Guado from Final Fantasy X. I have no
6: fucking. Listen to yet. Norman
0: DFM. Yes, right hand side.
6: All right, so I love me Goro Keshi. Thank you so much, but I must raise you Takuto Madoki.
0: Who who was that? That's not
1: even a he's problematic babe. Uh, that royal. man is. He's a king. Royal.
6: Who
3: is this? the 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 the, the counselor from Royal.
0: Oh, I haven't, I haven't actually, like, played all of Royals, so thumbs no, down. No, do. thank like
2: the only good villain in the series! Uh,
0: medium, then. I don't know.
2: Speed round, man. Sorry.
0: The undisputed, uh, most notorious clone of them all, Mewtwo. Them. Uh, Mewtwo, yeah. Yeah, Mewtwo's good. Humanity deserves to be destroyed. Uh, right-hand side.
9: My problematic fave is the entire cast of Hades.
0: No. Ooh <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was a good pick, but still Left hand side I'm just here to correct the record on Edelgard She didn't fight the dragon Illuminati She dissolved the state from the inside out So she's a leftist hero, that's all Alright Right, yeah. right. Hey. hand side Alright, so mine kind of did need the justification, but no, you name. That's it. That's all you get. I know, I know. <laughs> Five from Skyward Sword.
2: I kind Ooh. of agree. Okay, I'm going to agree with she, she can be redeemed if so you can shut her up, which she can in the remake, so I can...
3: She's she one of those things where like, the, the problem people have with that character is in the game design, not the character herself.
0: Yeah. All right, left-hand side. Xiao
4: Tucker. Oh, oh, no! It's repeatable science. <laughs> the crowd said No. Last one.
3: Everyone's favorite Pokemon father, Mr. Mime.
2: Oh, my Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, save that, him. No.
0: Mr. Mime. He's off Detective the floor. Detective Pikachu is a he good eats movie. off the floor. Thank you all, yeah. and please keep so loving right. the things you love. <laughs> Listen to Normandy FM.